I want to know how much money you make from doing it. Mr. Russell Kent Nichols, ladies and gents, selling, upselling and offering digital products. I always used to say, if you can sell one, you sell a thousand. The only thing that's limiting you there is then, it's just your, your marketing. I think SEO's a load of shite, to be honest. In the four years, I probably made about... Hey, be sure you stick around because we're only getting warmed up. Um, it's about 42,000 people have downloaded um, the, the free one. Right, do you want to do, do an intro? I'm going to do an intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Think What in Business. Um, today's a really cool one. It's slightly different, but I think it's something that people are going to get a lot of benefit from, and it can certainly do a lot for, I think, every type of industry not just the one industry, because again, ladies and gentlemen, we have another videographer on the podcast. I wonder how that happened. Can I just say, it's, you, it's the third or fourth time we've had a videographer on the band, but we've not spoken about videography, and I think that's the key thing. I think today's episode and all the others can be applied, yes. or should be applied to whatever niche you're in. So I promise we'll get someone else on a different yes, aspect yes. of the industry next time. Yeah. But uh, well, it, it is. But go on, see him in. Yeah, great pleasure to introduce uh, Mr. Russell Kent Nichols, ladies and gents. Yeah. Uh, and what's really interesting about Russell's story, oh, there's lots of interesting stories, but one of the things is he manages to make a, a passive income by selling, upselling, and offering digital products through his website on through his social media so we're going to let him tell you what that actually is okay um should we let him say hello first go on say hello say hello hi everybody thanks for coming on Russell. you're Russell. welcome thank you very much you, for Russ. Me. you don't like rusty sorry i called you rusty no that's um reserved for parents only mm. yeah sorry, sorry if, I'm, right. if i'm in trouble or if dinner's ready i'm sorry russell kent nichols i didn't mean to okay. didn't mean to slur <laughs> uh, i'll let you off uh, Russell Kent Nichols, renowned international videographer, etc. Um, but as you've said, um, you're doing really well with your digital products. So if we can just dive straight into how that started and why you started doing that. Yes. And how much money you make from it. That's the really important question. That's what everybody wants to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give give us some background. I'll touch on that in a bit. But yeah, so basically... I think it was it was 2020, which is oh, four years ago now, and um, we were in lockdown. And I think I'd had a lot of weddings cancelled, um, and I was looking to grow my brand in terms of just exposure and maybe make some passive income along the side to supplement my cancelled weddings. Um, so I thought I'd give making uh, video presets, also known as LUTs ago and i made uh, a few a few lots and put them up for sale on my website my, my website is built on the shopify platform which is not probably your first choice um for most people's kind of hosting platform but it was the website platform that i had the most experience on from my previous job which was an e-commerce business that i ran for 14 years so i already had some background in kind of product building product design and graphic design um, and yeah, I put these these presets together. Didn't really think anybody would would download them or buy them. Um, and when I launched them, I had a strategy of also offering a free one. Um, and the free one really was kind of my entryway into 
increasing my website traffic and kind of getting people to yeah. sign up or sign up to my mailing list capture that was that was my payback really for offering the the free download was people's data obviously they consented to to that when they downloaded it um so yeah i started off with the lutz and put a, a youtube video of um the free download onto youtube and within a few months the views started climbing from like five thousand ten thousand i think we're i think i'm probably on like a hundred thousand views now of that so every day i've got about 50 people downloading the free lot from all of, all over the world um and then that was kind of like my starting point for right i'm getting this traffic how can i how can i really maximize that even if you have no desire to sell anything just having that free download just for the website traffic alone must be must be worthwhile absolutely yeah i mean obviously there's a lot of like wasted traffic in the sense that most people just come on and download the free item um and never hear from them again but i'll touch later on about email workflows and incentives of how to enter clients into a uh, an email workflow and kind of retargeting practices and stuff like that and this is all this is all skills that i learned in my previous business um but you had part of this question that you asked me was you said what are they and then there's another bit of, as well but i've forgotten the, what you actually asked me but why you started doing them yeah so that good question yeah. that was it yeah um so it was really for the passive income side was kind of secondary because I never really expected it to take off because I didn't think anybody would care. Um, but it was mostly for a, a personal challenge because I like to see if I can achieve something that I set my mind to do. Um, but also from an authority perspective, not only for people within the wedding industry or wedding filmmakers, but also for potential clients. What I was hoping was that they would land on my website looking to book me for videography but then come across my education side um to my business and see that oh this guy knows his stuff he's offering things to support other filmmakers so a bit like when we chatted before the call um about the kind of student versus teacher approach showcasing my authority to potential clients kind of justified um my pricing i guess for my wedding films and being able to actually mention during the booking process that i color grade my uh your wedding film with these presets that are like the number one searched yeah. preset on google and all that kind of stuff it was all, all all around that kind of brand image also helped to increase my instagram following as well um because within the messaging of the download emails and things like that there's always there's prompts there like tag me in your in the videos that you make with these with these lots um i'd love to see so the instagram following is kind of oh, from yeah there. um and yeah just overall brand awareness really um and just by luck i guess and a bit of hard work it, it worked out I think it does so much, doesn't it? Because it's not just about how much money am I going to make from selling things on my website. It, it makes you stand out in the industry. Uh, it gets you a, a ton of website traffic, which is great for Google. Mm -hmm. It does make you some money on the side as well, which is brilliant. Well, I think the, the best thing from a like a client point of view, like you said before the before we hit record, if a couple is looking at five different videographers and yours has a whole subsection of all these things that you sell and like you say that authority 
versus the other four that don't have that. It's just something that stands out and they go, oh, he's obviously a cut above the rest because he does all this. People buy his looks and he's he's an educator within the space sort of thing. Yeah. Something we've always done, isn't it? We've it's trust, isn't yeah. it, from a couple's point of view. Like, he must be yeah. good because people buy all, all this stuff. Yeah, from. I mean, it's something that we've, we've always taught, hasn't it? How can you stand out from your competition? And it's doing things like this. Mm. awards making yourself look like the expert in the industry mm. extra things you do being an educator on it it's you, you're standing yourself you know you're setting yourself apart from your competition so brilliant well it, done um for what, you. <laughs> what happened after that with the free one obviously you're getting all that traffic and people buying that and then you expand yeah. from there yeah so i want to know how many emails you captured or uh, so, not going but so so far um it's about forty two thousand people have downloaded um the the free one um i am in all of their emails on a list and you can make use of that if you so wish yeah the not all of them have subscribed obviously because you have to give them the option to subscribe to yeah for sure yeah to the gdpr and all that stuff um but yeah it kind of took an interesting turn because in 2021 um i noticed um when, when people were buying the paid ones i would always have a look and see who it was and I woke up one day and I had a look and it, it said um, that it was downloaded by my videographer icon, which is White and Reverie in the USA. And um, I was thinking, okay, something, what, what's going on here? I was like, is this, is this a shade, something shady is going on here? Or they've like downloaded it because they want to use it. What they have their own LUTs. What is going on here? Um, I didn't, didn't say anything. I just left it. And, after a few days, um, they reached out to me and said, we um, are actually part of Gamut, which is, uh, how would I describe it? Like a, a resource for LUTs and education on color grading for wedding filmmakers. And I've missed an important point here. I, I actually added another um, LUT collection to my downloads um yeah probably about six or six months in um and that was the one that they purchased anyway they they really liked it and they said we want to offer you an opportunity um i won't go into the business details of it but basically for it to become a gamut exclusive this particular um color grading lap um and there was like terms and conditions about what i can and can't do with that and it was it was um basically belong to them and it was available exclusively on the gamut website and they tweaked it they improved it and then it became launched for sale i think august 2021 and that really started to ramp up the income for me to their existing customers um my my own website sales dropped quite a lot from that because it was all of the traffic was going via that yeah. particular link but in the volume was there and the the price was there the market was was right for that so you, i was really really you sold your product to a, a big, distributor basically distributor yeah and like yeah. you say the trade-off like the volume that they're able to generate as an established yeah. thing was much better than selling them yourself sort of absolutely yeah and then with with also also with the income from that was the the brand awareness from that to be listed on their their collaborators page yeah. alongside people that have got like hundreds of thousands of instagram followers that had been like doing conferences and all kinds of things i was like whoa okay 
yeah and some of the listeners won't know the specifics of of gamma and and what that is but in in our videography industry that is they're worldwide they're like yeah one, so the gold standard of, the, of color grading. yeah the gold standard of color grading okay platform yeah. so we, then, when you sold that to them then did you were you getting commission on each sale they made pretty much yeah so it's, that's how it works and i i don't I don't have it anymore. Basically, it's it's, it's not my. So they took ownership, but you just yeah. get a cut out of it, sort of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that they were very much wedding, wedding um focused at the time, but they've since expanded from there. So wedding weddings is a, is a part of Gamut, but uh, the the kind of general market for LUTs. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. They do all kinds of lots now, basically. So I suppose, but the more they expand, the better it is for you in terms of sales. I suppose that's it. Yeah, the more the more market reach that they can gain will benefit me in the long run. Um, so yeah, that was that was incredible. Um, from there, it kind of made me think. Right, look back at my own website. What what more um, can I offer to my clients that maybe aren't looking for video presets um, but might want other types of digital products? So. Um, I launched a an ebook, um, which was a PDF with a hundred, just over a hundred, kind of bullet points um, of things that I've learned. is is called a hundred things, and it's it's a book about all of the kind of tips and tricks that I have learned over the years of what's worked for me in terms of growing my my branding um, and gaining experience in the wedding industry basically um and then i launched the the ios shortcut so that is a shortcut that runs on your phone that will basically scan your calendar for events with a specific criteria that's all detailed in the instructions and this is a completely free shortcut that will basically take some of the work off of you for contacting clients ahead of their wedding to arrange a zoom call or i downloaded that this morning uh and I think everybody who listens podcast should well, got, maybe we could yeah, um, do the same thing. Maybe we could link in the description because this shortcut automates part of your email process, your admin and stuff. And for, yeah, in terms so of if, like booking couples. And if you're already using a CRM, is it called a CRM customer yep. relationship manager? Yeah. Um, like Dubsado or Studio Ninja, then you probably won't need it. But uh, for me, I'm always looking for a, a shortcut basically a free a free way to do a stuff without paying every stuff. month yeah yeah so it's basically a little shortcut that lives on your phone every day will send out an email if there's an oh, event. 17 hats that you mentioned yeah automated service, it's an automated but, service but, yeah. um, um, I, I the i'm i'm aligned with you in that hey i'm tired and i don't want to pay one of these services mm, um yeah, yeah. And I know there's, I know they're brilliant and I know it would probably save me time, but I'm a little bit OCD with, I like to have control over every aspect of all of it. That's uh, it yeah. And I like to phys- know that I've physically written down that couple's booked in. Da, da, da. Um, so there's a trust thing, but I think yeah. with, and cause I'm Apple, the fact that yeah, yeah. shortcuts are through Apple and it would all be synced. Yeah. Feels all very official for me as well. Like being an iCloud guy is it makes things a lot easier. Right? Yeah. And so I think, I think well, we, we can link it because I think, um, you know, I think for our listeners, that'd be great to check out. Yeah, um, but this is, this is great. This point where you've got, where you decided to expand into like non-videography products, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. because that's going to reach like the whole industry. And certainly for our listeners, yeah. uh, this is, this is the, whether you're a florist or a DJ well, or whatever, gonna, that was what I was going to ask. There's Russell. plenty of things that yeah. you could be offering yourself. isn't Yeah. There? What, what, 
what are potential offerings for a say a singer like me or a magician or a florist what kind of digital products do you think would work for us in that scenario i mean what you were saying there about your 100 tips I imagine that's just across the board. It's not related just to filmmakers. It's across the board, regardless marketing your business. There is a lot on camera settings in there and kind of lens choice kits. Yeah, but in your specific niche, you could talk about a singing one, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if you're a florist, you could talk about arranging flowers and stuff. But uh, I I know you offer templates, price and brochures. Yeah, Uh, so release release those late last year. Contract templates and things like that. Yeah, so not contract templates, but um, more like uh, pricing pricing um, brochures, um, because I know a lot of people are like just sending out plain emails with the pricing on, and yeah, there you go. Um, and I love, I just love PDFs. I absolutely love. I could make a PDF. I, I'm in the process of designing one. It's I've been doing it for about six months, and I've still <laughs> not finished it. So, uh, but yeah. I get it because it looks polished and it looks nice. And for for some some type businesses and some people aren't as graphically that's it interested uh than to have it done for you you need to get russell's it's amazing i I looked at them this morning as well (laughs) (laughs) Well, i think graphic design is an interesting one isn't it because you kind of you can look at something and be like i really like the look of that and then you can have a go yourself and unless you're kind of um design minded it's just knowing what stuff goes and where stuff goes to does this look right it's otherwise it's really open-ended isn't it i I also think there's people that just like just have no kind of concept of what's what's a good design and what isn't and just like you know i mean we've we've seen websites that are shit (laughs) yeah in the (laughs) past that are like "Mm, not sure they're kind of targeting the right kind of audience um but so so for someone like that to have it on offer there yeah from yourself or you know if if you're someone that is graphically minded that's a great product to have isn't it i think it's really interesting the fact that russell has you've you've created your website on a shopify platform i've got two shopify stores and uh that's it just makes the whole shopping process dead easy doesn't it i wanted to come on i've never known a wedding supplier have their wedding website on a shopify store that's brilliant does does that feed into then being able to sell your products do you need to have your website set up as a shopify store to be able to do it easily no not really really. so any well most uh, web hosting platforms such as squarespace wix they generally have like e-commerce uh features built in with the shopify it is very much like product pages that add to basket but i went into the back end of the code and I basically um, did some if statements in the liquid code so that if the um, the product URL contains wedding film, then it will change the, um, the add to cart button to an inquiry button and just kind of making all of those tweaks within their customize. So I've basically ripped okay. it apart. Yeah, so, so in order to build your wedding, you, 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 your main website, you need some separate code. from your products you've yeah. you've had to like recode yeah kind of I, would, storefront. I, would, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because it's a nightmare um okay. unless you've got like html i was going to say is there any pros to having your whole website set up in shopify if you want to do digital products but you could just yeah. do a normal website and then embed embed it in yeah so there'd be two ways of doing it if you have a squarespace or wix website you could um open a shopify store and just use a buy button so that's basically means that you can use the shopify e-commerce platform um but just embed the transactional part 
onto your website. Mm. But in all fairness, it makes sense to just use the off the, the offering from Wix or, or Squarespace. Um, yeah, yeah. Will, yours does look all polished and slick and in like consistent now because you've done it all. I spent four years looking at it though and just like changing yeah. bits. And, yeah, it's yeah. probably not feasible for, well, for a lot of people. You could just put a PayPal button on. So is anyway, I'm guessing because I've got a Shopify, so I kind of know the rules behind it. So do you, yeah. do you pay the fees and everything as a, as a normal Shopify account? Yeah. So you don't pay any fees on a free download, which obviously would be an absolute killer. If there's a transaction fee for a free download, then you'd just be, it's a non-starter. Yeah. Um, what if you had 40,000 downloads or something? That would be a lot of money to shell out. And then, yeah. Then they... And then it was like a pound per transaction or something. Um, yeah, yeah no, that would that would not be good. The so there's no no fee on the downloads. You also get ten thousand with Shopify. You get ten thousand uh, free email um, marketing emails a month. Um, yeah. So and that is included in your Shopify flow or automations as well. So I do have to top that up because the more customers that come in and complete a checkout process, they're getting followed up with. A series of seven emails. Um, the workflow basically starts from a trigger once somebody downloads something. And then I've included if statements in the workflow so that if the order is less than 1p, so it'd be a free order, then they get targeted with discount codes off of the full priced LUTs or other products. Then later on, if they've purchased, because what you don't want to do is if someone pays full price for something, you, you definitely don't want to target them with a discount for the same product they've just bought the next day. So you need to exclude people that have purchased specific items um, and maybe target them with a different product after four or five days. So a lot of my business comes from people that have downloaded the free lot uh, from YouTube because you can see all of the conversion details. They then get an email a day later or something with a discount code and they go, do you know what? I really like the free one. I'm going to buy the pack of six or seven or whatever it is. So, um, and at a discount, they can't refuse it. Yeah. Is that a lot to take in? Sorry, I feel like, so I'm, sense. I yeah, feel like I'm just, I'm, well, I'm hoping, you know, we can do something for our think wedding business, how we can create a little product and so up with, with a lot of, with a lot of value, not that yeah. expensive or even some free stuff to start with. I think definitely yeah. even my own website, Maybe um, it's an easy no-brainer for yeah, you and your site. Yeah. You could do a similar thing to what Russell I do. Does. I have a couple already. I just don't really advertise it too well. Yeah, but I, th I certainly think the the free one. If if you genuinely give in value and it's something that people, mm -hmm. it's not just a just a gimmicky free yeah, thing yeah. that isn't actually no use because I think that's quite transparent. Yeah. People see through that. But if you're genuinely giving something useful, yeah, that yeah. works like your LUT, uh, then of course they're going to go. Oh, well. That was great. Yeah. All right. I'll give him some money because he's yeah. he's earned it almost. If the free one, yeah. if the free one is crap, then you're doing the complete opposite. You're actually putting people off of your paid products completely. Exactly. And we've had people have bought our course and and paid for that just because they felt like they owed me from my YouTube channel over the years because I'd given them so much free information. There's yeah. one I had a few messages like that where they just went, Well, I just kind of felt like I owed you one. So I just bought it because it's so funny. Yeah, I did the same yeah. with the YouTube nice channel that I follow. And I was watched all these guys' videos. Then he offered the <clears> Patreon. And I just bought the Patreon because I did feel indebted to him because his videos were so good. And yeah. I felt I learned so much and probably saved money. 
by watching his videos. I just felt it was the right thing to do was, was sign up. And I, I must have been on it for about a year and I never even went on the Patreon site at all. I ended up cancelling it after, I don't know, about a year and a half. Yeah, but, but that, that mindset does work, doesn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm working a, a book at the minute based around our business strategy um, from our course that we sell. I'm, I'm doing like a simplified version of it to give away as a freebie. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm sure... You think of something else as well that I just wanted to add in that... Um, with Shopify on the checkout, you can, uh, people can add a tip. Uh, so they never used to have the tip option on the free downloads. I was a bit gutted about that, but then oh, they I saw it this morning. Oh, you did. Sorry, yeah. I didn't tip you. Buy Russell, <laughs> buy Russell and Big Mac. Yeah, pizza money. Um, <laughs> and the way that I, I customized the language of that by going into like the change language, which is normally meant for like translating it to like French or whatever. And I was like, nah, I'm going to change the leave a tip to donate pizza money to Russell. Um, and last night, somebody bought the free download, but they don't, they tipped me $10. And I was like, do you know what? That is the sign of a kind person. So I, I emailed them and I just said, you're so kind. Thank you. I'm going to go and get Domino's. Not that you can get Domino's for $10. <laughs> I, thought, these days, but... I thought you were going to say like, you're so kind. Thank you. Here's some more stuff for being so nice. But you were just... <laughs> <laughs> you, you were like thank you i'm gonna get my tea now cheers <laughs> i can eat yay <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's the buy me a cup of coffee thing isn't it are you relying yeah. on these these tips to, to live off yeah <laughs> till, till april yeah absolutely <laughs> um so next question is uh, obviously you've they're on your website and any traffic to your website hopefully people see that but do you advertise them as well outside of that or I've tried it. You know, I actually tried setting up some Facebook ads uh, in 2021 when I launched. So with the Lutz, I kind of added like another one and then I added another one. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to try some Facebook ads. Uh, it, did, it did work. I always think with Facebook ads for e-com, because I used to do run the Facebook ads uh, for my previous business as well. And I always felt like Facebook, they give you good results. It's a bit like online gambling. They give you good results within the first week. And then you run out of budget and you have to top it up again. And then it's never, it never performs the same again after that. And I had a really, really good run on it. Campaign finished. And I thought, shit, I need to top it up. So I did. And it just didn't. It never They're very again. smart, aren't they? Like you say, it's like a freight machine. They know when to yeah. pay out and when not to. Absolutely. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And then I tried, um, last month I tried TikTok ads because I thought, all the kids are on TikTok these days. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to do that. I had calls with TikTok three times, account manager, everything, spent a few hundred quid, absolutely nothing, hmm. um, no results. So I thought, do you know what? <clears throat> My audience, they're not, TikTok is not the place for digital products. It's a place for impulse purchases of vacuum cleaners and little tops for dogs, but it's not for um not yeah, for yeah. serious. Yeah, I think that's so, the importance so, yeah, of building your own crowd, isn't it? Well, you need to, you need to know where your audience is. Yeah, you? building your own audience without a doubt. Because um, if your products were different, then TikTok might be the place. But absolutely, you've got to know yeah. what your product is and who's yeah. buying it and where they're going to be sh shopping. Yeah. Um, my product, one of the other products that I sell, is perfect for TikTok. But we keep getting kicked off, so they won't let us sell on it, unfortunately. Oh, um, no. um, How can I ask him? Please can I ask a question. Something, yeah, sure. That's what it's an interview. That's I'd what. really like, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are also interested. We touched on it before. Mm -hmm. I want to know how much money you make from doing it. Well, that's, that's pretty much what I was going to go into. I was going to say, has, has it replaced your income? And we know it can grow and grow and grow and even more. But what's it look like now? 
you don't have to share specifics if you don't want. No, I'm, I'm happy to. I think um, the one of my goals when I moved the when when I sold the the Hestia lot to Gamut was I'm going to get a Tesla. Um, so yeah, I managed to buy a Tesla with with the money from that. Um, I'd say in the four years, I probably made about one hundred and fifty thousand pounds, and the great thing about that is that it's 100% profit before tax, obviously, yeah. um, because there is no physical product to ship. It only costs my time. Once it's on um, there, it's on there, it's done. That's it. And the other thing that I want to mention on here as well is I really try and target the US market um, with my wording because there's tax and VAT implications. I don't understand it properly, and someone will probably say, that's wrong. But my accountant basically says, any transactions for digital products um, where outside the scope of something, I don't know, don't quote me on this, but there's, there's tax benefits to yeah. um, selling to the US. Yeah, and, the, and there's different tax codes for different states. So some might be 6%, some might be 7 I think some states there's no percent. So if you can, yeah, and you can find out those transactions, you've got no tax, also, tax to pay on them. I'm, I'm, I mean, the US is a huge market, so there's a lot so, more eyeballs, isn't it? Yeah. And the other thing as well is that and they, and they love and they do like American people. I might be completely naive in saying this, but American people are more open to purchasing. And I think they are, but and they love the English. Yeah. yeah. Don't they? So I don't know if that's a factor or not. Um, yeah. Some people might say, I thought he'd be making more than that. Or, oh, I'm really. No, I think that's incredible. Like, as past, as, as alongside your wedding videography as well. And, um, yeah. And it's only going to grow and it's only growing the more you put into it. That's, that's it. I'd say my like YouTube and Instagram account is is um, small in the grand scheme of things of, of creators as they go. But as wedding from the wedding industry, it's not too bad. It's pretty so good. Yeah. And it's definitely it, helped. it's a high quality like follower. It's not like I'm, I'm guessing a lot of your followers are genuinely interested in your stuff. It's not just volume. Yeah. And a lot of my followers are wedding filmmakers. Yeah. Probably most most other wedding filmmakers might think that's weird, um, but actually being able to grow that mark, be able to grow that um, that email list and make a passive income from that. Amazing. The other thing as well is with the discounts, I'm happy to give away thirty percent. If you stay on my website, you'll get a pop up that gives you thirty percent off. Because my strategy is, and some people disagree with me, my strategy is thirty percent off free money. Is still profit because you haven't got a physical product to mark up. Yeah, and it's just it's just spreading it out more more and more, isn't it? Yeah, mm. we've that's got a fifty percent offering discount on our course at the moment, haven't we? Adam? Yeah, that just kind of is <laughs> everlasting. It's always fifty percent off. It's not. It's finished at the end of February. No, but we do it all the time, don't we? Because <laughs> um, it, like like you say, it's just a strategy, isn't it? Um, I was going to say something. No, and, and as well as that, obviously that that is like solid money. But even if it wasn't that much, you've still, as we said, brand awareness, mm -hmm. traffic to your website, followers on social media, authority, all those other benefits as well. I think you know if anyone's listening to this and the thinking like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever get to that level and make that much money. And obviously you you got you know you got signed up by Gamma and stuff, and I suppose that's a rarity. Um, mm -hmm. But even if you're just doing these, the, the freebie, it's just, it's mm. got to be worthwhile for the, the website yeah. traffic and the, That's it. the network and the email list. And 
the networking you, you just with this industry you just never know who is going to get in touch and the actual income which is pretty good is a bonus isn't it it's not the reason for doing it yeah yeah right? it's been amazing and I, I actually like i haven't worked um for four months only because not because i'm being supported by my digital products but because i don't like working in winter um and then after paying my tax bill i was thinking oh my god oh yeah we've all had to do that recently but i'm absolutely i think hmrc have got it in for me um i feel, I feel like i'm being treated unfairly but anyway no no <laughs> um, they're not because they've got it in for me yeah and me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they've got it in for everybody uh, it's, 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 the it's legalized theft Let's yeah, not literally. get into that. <laughs> I want the receipts of what I'm paying for, to be fair. Um, but yeah, the it's it's kind of giving me a safety net of thinking, ah, uh, okay, I can still with with no with no actual physical work, I can still pay my bills. Um, or even, even if people were to make an extra five hundred pounds a month, that's a car, like. Well, yeah, that pays that pays for a car or your part of your mortgage or you know. Yeah. One thing that was really upsetting for me to see when the COVID stuff hit was friends of mine who were going out of business who couldn't afford to pay the mortgage and you know they were living like month by month and they had nothing else to kind of back it up. They had no other side income, no other side hustle, nothing else that was bringing them income. Yeah. And it was really sad. And I thought, wow, surely after that experience, everybody's going to be trying to look for other ways to bring in a little bit of extra income, even if it is, as you just said, just to pay your bills, to pay, yeah. you know, to pay your mortgage, to pay your car payments. It's yeah. it's a no-brainer. And there's so many benefits to doing. I was just going to say that. What you're doing. After COVID, you'd think that we all learned that lesson of just having multiple incomes. Eggs in basket. Eggs in baskets, yeah. Just yeah. A, it's well, a safety. We pushed our course then, but it wasn't actually intentional for the COVID. It was just the what, the timing of it, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it just remember. happened to be COVID. But it, the, it turned out that that was a big, like in terms of cash flow, that was a big. It helped us at that time, yeah. Saving, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. But um, and also, I I always think that I've got a responsibility to my clients to be in business when their wedding comes around, as well. God, yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, I like to think I'm running an okay business, um, and that I wouldn't go bankrupt or anything but just having cushions for anything if you know if my weddings drop a little bit it's just something else to keep keep, keep you topped up in it i think it's great Definitely. um what i, I was that, just oh, sorry i was just gonna ask um how long it's taken you to get to this point like how how much work have you actually put into it or do um, you on, on a you know if you could quantify it on a weekly monthly basis or whatever in terms of, of putting the, the work into the digital products hmm. i'd say the first time around probably a week um but i guess i'm always looking on my website to think right what can i make better well how can i increase my conversion rate um and there's a few apps that i installed to increase my conversion rate like the one you know the, the little widgets that pop up to say oh so and so yeah bought this um and yeah oh, you might like this and all of that kind of stuff three and seconds they, ago in connecticut someone bought this exactly that I saw that. I was on your website yesterday, look the researching for this, and I, and I, there was about within the time I was on your website, there was about seven different people from around the world that downloaded something. Yeah. So just little things like that. I was like, mm, I'm going to give it a go, and then it was. Which I think I I was looking at that, and every time one of them popped up, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Here. Maybe I should maybe I should buy one of his things. So it really it. does work. I think the app's literally called FOMO or something like that. You're right. I'm going to ask. <laughs> Because that'd be good for our, my Shopify store. What's the name um, of the application for that one on Shopify? 
Let me tell you. Hang on. Stay there. I'll just log in. You shouldn't have started eating sausage roll. Oh, but it's so good. Some fresh from the butchers. Mm, I love a sausage roll. Mm. <laughs> uh, the app is called... I don't know how you say it. Quickify? It's Q-I-K-I-F-Y sales pop-up. You get a certain amount of, of traffic um, included for free, but and then I, you know, like when you get to your limit and it's like, oh, you need to pay. And I hate subscriptions, Adam. I hate them. Um, and I was like, do you know what? It's $5 a month. It's fine. Um, oh, so far. Yeah, 5,000 5, un unique visitors is the limit, but it resets in four days time. So I'm all good. So how many is that? So it's $5 a month for how many did you say? 5,000 unique visitors on that particular page. Okay. I take it you wouldn't offer yourself then a subscription service for your customers if you dislike paying them. Yeah, I actually tried. I'll be honest with you. I tried the Instagram subscription thing. Uh, hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you saw that. It was I, I did it for, for two or three months. Um, I started off with 99p subscriptions uh, and I made subscriber-specific reels and I was doing stories and polls and, and tips and it got to a point where I thought I, I had about 30, 40 subscribers which I thought was quite good because I thought I personally yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't pay for, for something on Instagram. It's just how I am. I wouldn't pay. I'd be like, no, I'm not paying for Instagram content. Um, and I thought, oh, it did show me, um, did show me as well, I guess, the people that really do appreciate my support, that they'd be willing to part with 99p. It shows um, you who you, your real core audience is, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was, I really appreciated people that subscribed. I thought, yeah, fair play to you that you're, yeah even though it's 99p it's nothing um but i really appreciated having those people that were really interested in interacting with me but i, I got to the point where I was, I was kind of running out of ideas and thinking i i know that when wedding season rolls around i don't want to be having the stress of recording 20 reels in one go for 40 quid a month it's just absolutely pointless i think unless you're charging 20 pounds a month subscription and you've got a thousand people then it's great um but the, it was just giving myself more to do. I actually ended up just saying to everyone, look, I'm going to discontinue it from February. Really appreciate all of your kind support. And I was giving discount codes and free. A lot of my products, I would give them for free um, as a thank you. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was a nice idea. Uh, I don't know if I would, would do it again unless I had the time or like 500,000 yeah. uh, followers. The digital products is the way to go rather than stuff like so that. Definitely. What make what makes a good digital offering, uh, okay, and what so, you know what what advice would you give for anyone that wants to? So I guess for the listeners, if they are thinking, right, I need to do a digital product. How can I? And it's all going to be very industry specific. If you're a photographer, sure, you could yeah. offer a free preset, um, maybe a guide, a free guide for industry professionals i don't think targeting couples with these things is necessarily the way forward because they're probably not going to want to part with with money to learn from you it's probably a separate strategy um the yeah, pdf guide perhaps um with exclusive knowledge from your perspective um maybe i'm just trying to think of different industry I, I, that's the key point i think isn't it is it's you you your audience is probably your peers as opposed to your couples um yeah. your fellow suppliers uh yeah. <clears throat> i mean the obvious one for me is is the i like the pricing brochures i like the invoice contracts templates things like that yeah. that are kind of across the board yeah and 
like you say, if you're a, I don't know, hair, hair and makeup artist, there'll be specific things that you can do within that, won't there? Yeah. And I, think edu- I suppose the educational element is, is the key, is the main one that springs to mind. Definitely. I think I started with lots because people would always say that they really like my color grading. So I was like, well, you can yeah. have it too now. Uh, so, <laughs> that kind of way. Would, I, so is there any like best practices or strategies? Is it, is it offering the freebie and then it was definitely been the key to getting that volume um, and reaching a global audience. If you, I, I checked it on like the Google ranking results. If you Google wedding lots, I've managed to be very fortunate. Uh, thank you, Google, to, for like going to number one organically as well. So that helped as well. Yeah. I guess the YouTube traffic probably added some authority to that in the eyes of uh, the Google algorithm. Um, you just you just never know what where it's going to go. You work um, on yeah. SEO with it. Do you do? You... I think SEO is a load of shite, to be honest. But I do do best practices. Okay. Well, I know you. Do, I know you put stuff on YouTube because I, when I do, when I do my YouTube videos and upload things, I I do because I don't really do traditional SEO, but I do try and do it well with YouTube. Do the titles. Raise yeah. raise the titles properly, and I use TubeBuddy and pl- a plugin yeah. for that. And um, I think so- SEO is like I think because I I've, I've in my previous business I spent years being mugged off by um, agencies, and then I realised it's it's all a load of fluff, and that nobody really knows the answer to any of um the seo kind of tricks apart from david stubbs <laughs> apart from david stubbs. So, so david stubbs is a guy based up north who's an seo expert we had him on the podcast oh, um, okay and it's well, funny because because just... andy watched I mean, the podcast you know, didn't he and he you don't owe him anything don't worry he said uh, he said he did three three or four things that he'd learned from the podcast and he's all of a sudden he was in the top four of the, the google listing so Depends what okay. it is, though, doesn't it? What it is you're trying to do? What's no, your? But we've talked about this. Is, but for for someone like David, SEO really works, and for someone like Russell, SEO is a load of shit. Yeah, and th- th- there's no one way it to does, do it. Does it? it does work. I think just the phrase SEO, like it's something that you need to like go and do, is is it because you've had a million emails a day saying that? Yeah, I've looked on your website and yeah. it's shit, and I can fix it for you. Yeah, <laughs> from somebody in miles away yeah but malaysia um, that's it i think i think maybe with the sdio side of stuff there's definitely best practices like making sure the content is formatted properly with like heading titles and alt text for images and yeah all don't try and pull it back now that's another, if you hate seo you own it i love you spill the tea spill the tea <laughs> um i was going to ask about physical products or, or are you a, hmm, i thought about it I've thought yeah. about it, but I guess obviously there's pros and cons like digital's a lot yeah, easier. You, you've got to look at the profitability because there's a lot of hidden costs with, um, with physical products. So, uh, fees involved, shipping costs, returns, replacements, Return, returns and like complaints is the worst one in it. Like from Amazon and stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel like also I've, I've had that experience before that I thought, you know what, I'd rather earn money while I'm asleep then have to yeah. go to a place pack stuff your stock's late your customers are complaining you're yeah. in shit because you've got this and that and I think it's a good idea if um, you've got a really good physical product I, I have thought about not merchandise but like I was looking for a solution for a way like to carry box, box with your face on and stuff 
Yeah, I know they'd be a big seller, but I, I haven't got the time. Um, yeah, I was thinking, like my camera, I was thinking, how can I like carry this thing? There's no proper solution for me. And I was like, right, do you know what? I'm going to make a, a backpack that, and then I gave up. I thought, do you know what? I can't be asked. You're not like Peter McKinnon or someone that with that kind of. Not yet. No offense. No. I'd buy you a backpack. I think I'd make a nice backpack, but I can't yeah. be bothered. It's, yeah. it's no, not I get worth it. the time. And then you've got the advertising costs as well. You're going to have to put them on Google Shopping results and you got to get into the, the pay-per-click and all of that kind of stuff. It's, it would end up um, not as profitable. Yeah. I, Unless I, you I sold it on Amazon, which they take care of a lot of stuff, but you've still you've got, got a, fees involved. You've got to that. buy your product. You've, there's obviously MOQs in there, minimum orders you've got to purchase. Yeah. And if you design something from the ground up, which you probably sounds like you would do, Mm. It's a lot of time and money involved in that. And I only asked because I I made a calendar that because I wanted a, a wall chart for my, putting my bookings on. So I made that and then I was like, oh, I'll start, try selling this. And I printed loads off and I sell them on Shopify. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, so that's obviously aimed at the wedding world. Um, yeah. I mean, I've not really pushed it too much, but. How many do you sell? Uh, I've, I've sold like 40. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's 40 better than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I've not really pushed it too much. I always used to say, if you can sell one, you sell a thousand. Mm. If you set the the only thing that's limiting you there is then it's just your your marketing. Marketing, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. but but yeah. but I've I've experienced that. It's the whole like trusting Hermes or whoever sends it in the post, and yeah, there's all the headaches involved with that and stuff. So, um, so you so in terms of digital versus physical, you're much more an advocate for the digital. Well, yeah, you don't have to do anything. After you've done the work, it's just 100% profit from that. I did have an idea, you know, I was looking at, and I've never really, I've never spoken about this or told anybody, but I had an idea. I thought, Dove Sardo is not perfect for what we need. You're working Again, what's, what's that? Dub Sardo. So it's a, oh, the CRM. it's a CRM. Okay. Workflows, lead gener like lead capturing. And I thought, yeah, Studio Ninja, I don't like the logo of it. No offense, but it just the word ninja, it's not really for me. I felt that I could, I had an idea about making a, a photographer and videographer or wedding specific um, CRM yeah. that just takes away all of those features that people are paying for on the other platforms that they're not going to use, make it actually wedding branded. And I reached out to development companies, but the cost of the development and the time. Wow, they're talking a hundred thousand pound plus. Yeah, and yeah I thought, sure. I thought, um, even your app development and stuff is it costs yeah. much, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what it, that's sort it. of functionality would it be? When you say specific to the wedding industry, yeah. So, a bit what like, are its key functions? Um, I can't tell you. No, uh, I mean it was basically like lead capturing, but with easier to manage workflows with wedding related text in there about um a bit like my ios shortcut basically um, yeah okay but i think if you if you try out you can get a trial of, of some of the other crms it's very overwhelming and i think for non-technical people they'd be like what yeah. on earth Even yeah i found some of it's quite confusing all, all, i've never doubled in because like like partly because of like what you said it's take it, it would take me a bit of time to get my head around it and just never dedicated that time but yeah i like the idea of an inquiry comes in and it's just automatically put in a thing. Yeah. Fly goes automatically back to them, gets put in my calendar. 
yeah. invoices are generated. That's all I'd need, I think. The other thing as well, though, is that I think another reason why I didn't go into one of those CRMs was because I actually want to see, I want people to actually feel that they're having a personal response from me. Because if it, you can kind of tell when you're getting a reply that's from a canned Yeah, that's what I don't response. like. Yeah. And I think that if, you, if you're, the, the nature of our business is so personal um, and the connection that we have with our clients is so in-depth that it should feel like a heartfelt response and there's a lot to be said for giving a personalized re response to every inquiry and making yeah. them yeah. making them know that you've actually read it and replied accordingly and it's not just a hi all thanks for your email yeah. i think once you've got the book in though and you've made the connection with your couple something like that is really handy certainly with regards yeah. to sending people yeah, terms invoices conditions or invoices yeah, or getting them to agree to like say your terms yeah follow-up email when the next payment is due and things like that once that initial process is done moving into that system well yeah, that's brilliant that's your shortcut isn't it it's the check your calendar to see if there's an upcoming wedding if there is it sends them an email saying your yeah. balance is due or whatever yeah it covers all of that i tried to i tried to do it several times within shopify because the shopify has the the shopify flow which is like flow process of um different sequences but it's it's really not i'm, I'm clutching at straws there trying to turn an e-commerce platform into um a crm they do have add-ons for it but it's not quite meeting all of the expectations that i would need but um one thing that i do have on my website is if people are on either the home page or the wedding video page, not on any of the education stuff, but people that are specifically looking to book me for my wedding videography services. Cause I, I still do still do actual weddings as well. Um, <laughs> they get a pop-up to request a pricing brochure. And then that then goes into a Shopify flow. So once they've downloaded that brochure, it applies a tag. Uh, Cause you know, you can tag customers within Shopify. So yeah. it will tag them with a brochure request tag. Then a flow will run them. Um, check if they have downloaded the brochure. So it'll check if the customer has got the, the, the brochure request tag, and then it will send them a follow-up email. So I can, people that download my brochure, essentially I can keep a, uh, um, like a follow-up, like, Hey, you got my brochure. Do you want to, do you want a book, um, kind of thing. And then it would, you can, I could go on from there, but to be honest with weddings, I don't, I don't want to chase and pester people. If they, if they want it, they want it. If they don't, they don't, it's, it's totally cool. Like you said, it's that personable relationship with it isn't it you don't want to yeah. come across too silly with wedding stuff it's different for your digital products for your fellow suppliers and stuff and other yeah. industry people <clears throat> very different to the communication with couples mm -hmm. i need to right. go and like write this down because it's <laughs> i was hearing everything you said and i was like ah, i'm trying to remember well, don't all worry you, you, this is recorded Adam. That's recorded oh yes uh, of course yeah, if yeah, only sure. this was you going out your own podcast that you could listen to <laughs> over and over i'm definitely yeah. gonna watch um, this back take notes Ooh, what um what what's next what have you got planned specifically with your digital products is there anything coming up in the future or do you how are you going to I expand think I'll it probably add more more final cut effects actually um at some point are they the big seller they're not the big seller they're not the number one the canva templates and the the lots the lots are going to be number one forever just because of the youtube traffic driver um but I, people have been hounding me for years about a course, but the thought of sitting down and filming a course, it really puts a lot of dread in me because I can't be bothered. 
<laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, I don't you think do it's it. something that's If we can do it, you could do it. That easy. I don't. I don't think. So it's a lot. It took a lot of time to film, script, edit together, and stuff. But if I if I was going to do it, it would be something that I would have to like film over the course of a year, mm. probably. It is a, I, it is, I, I gloss over it, but it was at the time it took months and months. Mm. Uh, but once it's done, like you say, and I would worry as well that it might um, any social media stuff, which a lot of people appreciate from me might be out of date quickly and then I'd have to go in and add another module and um so I think there is a possibility that I'll be maybe featuring in other people's courses at some point um so nothing directly but yeah I don't from from my side probably just expanding on the the final cut products um and just keeping an eye out for anything that people ask me for help with of how I can then turn that into how I can monetize that request. So um the quick one, the, the Canva templates that you sell. Yeah. I take it whoever buys it has to have a Canva like subscription. It's you can use it with a free Canva account. Yeah. Okay. So need, yeah. So I I have a paid Canva account just because um I don't know what I have actually. I don't even use it now. I just use it for the editing the brochure yeah you can do it with a with a free account and um they're actually based off of my own personal template so it's based on a formula that does convert clients it's i just changed the 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 fonts and the graphics and um the feedback's been amazing from the templates i people have sent me theirs like before and after and they said somebody's i don't know if you saw it on my story but the other day someone said i wanted to show you the before and after i, I can't believe I used to send this out to people. How embarrassing! Um, and you don't have to have a, right. uh, pay, a paid account. You can just drag and drop your own images, change the text. Um, you'll also get a follow-up email from me with some best practices. So if you're currently attaching a PDF to an email, there's a potential there that that PDF, because it's got an attachment, could go into the person's spam folder, yeah. um, or be like 100 meg, and that's just a disaster. Um, so with Canva, the benefit is you can create a public view link so they, you can link directly to the Canva template and they can just browse that on their phone. The other benefit of that as well is that they can, if you update that, if you update the brochure, they're always going to get that live version. So if you sent the brochure to oh. someone six months ago and then the person goes, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go back on Adam's brochure. Oh, he's put the prices up. Do you know what I mean? You can, it will live update and you can update it from there. Cool. That's cool. I might look into that because just as soon as you said about then about PDFs landing in junk, like I like a meerkat maze pricked up because obviously I get that sometimes. But yeah. I've just used yeah, PDFs, so anything I can do to offset the yeah. risk of stuff going in junk. Yeah, that was one of the selling points. One of the main the main selling points. I'm really struggling with it at the minute. Yeah. Amazing. Honestly, well, well, I wouldn't well, worry. I don't know. One replies to me anyway. I haven't been to wedding in ages. Do you know what? Because I, I sit there, and go, oh, it must. They must all be going in junk. They must not be getting them because I've not. No one's got back to me. But I think I'm just getting ghosted. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, surely not. I'm surely not. I'm ghosted quite a lot. I, they're all booking Russell. That's why I'm not hearing back from everyone. <laughs> yeah, I promise you, they're not. But um, yeah, I think I just I had a couple yesterday write back to me and say really love the brochure and it all looks amazing but you're just out of budget and that's totally fine and i don't i appreciate you're gonna get that you? you're gonna get that yeah and actually then that in that case that's 
that's okay because I'm I'm not the right fit for you. It's just nice that they actually replied. I, I'm, it's, yeah. I'm, honestly, how annoying is it? You just get you get nothing. Yeah. I yeah. always I always put it in my email. You know, if it's just an email reply that I do, can you please let me know you've got the email? Just let me know your thoughts either and way. Also, you know, because and and I think that couples might not need educating on this because um, if they came back and said, look, it's not in our budget, like our budget was this, I yeah. I would happily go back depending on the right circumstances and go, well, I'll tell you what, I can do this. I'll meet your halfway and like a bit of back and forth. Can, I don't mind it. offer something extra haggling. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, if they don't want and, speeches or whatever, that's great. because I Yeah, and half the time they just don't reply. Work. They go, right, um, it's out of budget and they just forget, ignore it. And I think yeah. if they replied and we actually had a bit of back and forth, yeah, probably be able to come to some sort of arrangement. Um, Definitely. So I think they're I think, losing um, out as well. And plus it's really annoying. I think it's a British thing because we're too we're too polite to say no thank you we would rather hide i think so yeah, yeah. yeah. whereas i think in other other cultures like in the in the u.s a, a proportion of my clients are from america they're always replying so we're not like, really comfortable with saying no are we so, no we're so we're so embarrassed about it of saying yeah. like no thank you or we would rather just ghost it's easier mm. yeah bury yeah. your head i know i to get it fair, it's, I, it's frustrating it. but it is like we've all done it yeah I've done it. If I got like a quote for any window or something and I thought, Jesus Christ, that's more than I was expecting. I'd be like, do you know what? Oh, it's I'm going to hide. I'm going to block you and never go. Labourers and they, they come and quote up and then you get a text from a week later going, just wondering if you're still in. And I just ghost them. So yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I did it to the, um, I hope he's not listening to this, but I did it when I got some quotes for this place. Um, I don't think he's listening to this. I really hope not. He <laughs> does follow. He does follow me on Instagram, though. So hopefully we only have about ten listeners. And Grizzly Builder Derek. He's not going to be listening to a wedding film business. <laughs> most podcast, most of our listeners are in the other room. So all our relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get the view count up one way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I mean, that was great. Thank you. And I, the all your offerings will link in the description because certainly your Canva templates, your brochures, your your shortcuts for workflow. I think they'll be really beneficial for people. So we'll, yeah, in, the, in the YouTube description, we'll link them in the YouTube and the podcast descriptions. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Appreciate that. Is there a discount code? Yeah. Of the automatic do, you wanna, do you want, do you want to decide on a discount yeah, code? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Do you want to, what, oh, what, what, whatever, it's whatever you can do, like think wedding business or something, I guess. So. What about T W B 30? 30 even better yeah. there will okay, be a discount me... code linked below well viewers thank and you listeners. that's very kind uh, and our, our listeners and viewers on the will youtube love that. video i guess I'm making it right now. Spotify, i'll go and let grandma know she'll be buzzing yes your grandma's going to be grading with empire lots before you know it <laughs> right to wrap oh, up yeah. what we ask everybody is have you please got an, and I'm, I'm hoping for a good one here an outrageously funny embarrassing, embarrassing wedding story wedding story I'm going to bring, I'm going to drag Rebecca into this. We were at a wedding and we were... Rebecca Carpenter is going to be on the podcast as well soon. So this that's that's nice. That's a good link. So we were at a wedding and we were starving hungry and we um, we sat down to eat the dinner and it, it came out and it was vegan and we were like, oh God. No End offense. of story. Yeah. No outrageous. Story. Outrageous. <laughs> No offense to vegans, but I haven't eaten a vegetable since '96. I I couldn't possibly eat it, and I, I started eating it, and because it was the only thing I could on offer. And then um, 
the 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 waiter comes over with two steaks and like another meal and put them down and I we were like oh, okay we put the the plates back and like put the um the vegan meals to the side and we ate the steaks and then the band come over and um they're like oh where's that where's our steak that we've ordered and we were like <laughs> I don't know yeah. um, uh -huh. yeah. sure. a bit of gristle yeah. in your yeah. tooth yeah and they were like oh what's this vegetables and then they and they ended up eating our half-eaten meals excellent um, half-eaten as well brilliant yeah it russell only eats like Domino's food mcdonald's i went to it was like, all the time you look so healthy considering i know i don't know how like, to do it uh the other question we ask everybody is yes um, if you could swap trades for the day with another supplier at still wedding wedding within weddings yeah, wedding what, what would you do if it wasn't videography Oh, makeup artist. When I get to a wedding, I'm fascinated watching that makeup go on. And I love the products and the I transformation. love transformation. Yeah, I just I I could watch it. You know, like the like the tutorials, the time lapses of like makeup. You know I'm what like, someone wow, should those do? eyebrows are amazing. They should do like have you ever seen Bob Ross Joey painting? But but for but for painting yeah. people's faces, like a makeup artist should do that. Just slap a little, <laughs> little, uh, I don't know, just, whack the devil out. What's that? <laughs> cocaine white or something on the, what's, yeah. what's it called? I love cocaine. That was the, uh, that <laughs> was, was a Deadpool skit yeah. of, uh, <laughs> no, it's like a, a little bit of forest white, slap it all over the face. Like, I'd yeah. love that. <laughs> do, you, do you understand the reference at all? I mean, no, I don't, but I can imagine it. YouTube, Bob Ross. Right. Yeah. Bob, Bob Ross. Dead lame, but it's funny. This is the last question um, yeah. from our last guest, Greg, who was another wedding videographer. Um, but his question was, what superpower do you wish you could use on a wedding day and why? <laughs> and we're going to ask you to leave a question for the next guest as well. But that's that's yours, first of all. What superpower do you use? Uh, I would love to be able to hold the sun and move it to some... This is a, a new uh, superpower, right? But I'd like oh, to be able yeah. to just hold it somewhere and get some good light and maybe like leave it there for a bit longer as well just so we've got enough time for a couple portraits that's a good I, one i actually i actually often think about that i've got quite a vivid imagination and i often look at that sign and think right if i could fix you there for like just an extra 20 minutes that would be great perfect I like well, that. that's like the perfect what, answer what would for you <laughs> <laughs> keep it clean yeah, no, can i keep it clean so i said time travel so i could skip the speeches <laughs> good yeah i don't blame you and i'm hoping bet... no couples are listening to this because i love i love speeches but um just the long ones the ones that go on a bit too long just skip the 55 minutes you know and, and like as long as i know that i've recorded them in the time that i've skipped yeah then that's then i'd skip yeah and that's good yeah howards would be to see through people's clothes of course it would. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of them. But I, I think to freeze in time, but having it go really slow, the mm -hmm. moment um, when I've got all the crowd going mental. Yeah. It's really euphoric. It's weird, hard to in. explain. But then just to slow that down, I'm really. Oh, yeah, that's really sad and boring. Yeah. I, don't I said, know. I'd, I I said I'd clone myself so I could stay at home. <laughs> You're such a lazy. <laughs> All of Adam's superpowers are basically how to get out of doing his job. <laughs> I haven't met a filmmaker who's not lazy. <laughs> Thank you. Mate, it's been brilliant. Thank you, Russell. Coming on, that was so really much. good. Good fun. I feel like I've really, um, really spilt a lot of tea there with that. There's some, yeah, I mean, you've given us real nuggets there. Insights, so uh, yeah. you didn't have to do that. So thank you for that. Um, that, could, that could be a whole, that could be a whole other PDF that I've logged for 50 quid. Do you know what I mean? 
Why are you giving this stuff away? You should be selling it. I'm a nice guy, you know. I'm happy to share the wealth. You are. You are. I hope that comes <laughs> across. Um, can we have a question for the next guest? Yes. Is it wedding related? Yeah. yeah wedding business related. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, it can be something fun like that, I guess, because I like that. Oh, that was That's fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun. Okay. So, wedding question. If you could eliminate one part of the wedding day, what would it be? Mm. the wedding day mm. yeah you're not allowed to choose the whole bit yeah. <laughs> the whole wedding day it doesn't count i'm joking i love my job i'm just uh i like to play into the the lazy uh reputation because <laughs> you like to set low expectations to wow yeah it really sells yeah. me um russell kent nichols at uh, uh, people find you on instagram uh, they can do, yeah, because that's pretty much where I live. Um, yeah. And I'm really sorry that my name is really long, but my Instagram handle is at Russell with two S's and two L's. Kent, as in the county that I live in. Yes, Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S. So yeah, Russell Kent Nichols. Fab, thanks very much, mate. Thanks. For awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, that that can be the official ending. So thanks so much for listening. We really hope that you found this episode insightful, inspirational. And if you did enjoy that, then please consider subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, we're Think Wedding Business. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. So if you want to watch us, you can go over to YouTube and find us at Think Wedding Business and the same over on Instagram to keep up with all of our future episodes. We'd really love you to subscribe and join us on this journey. And if you do like this content, please consider giving us a five-star review. It just helps us get seen and helps spread the word. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.